Hey there, it's Monday, November 21st, 2022, and we've got the latest information on what's happening in the cannabis industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. Cresco Labs has been in process of acquiring Columbia Care, and as part of closing that transaction, Cresco Labs was required to announce the selling of other assets. As such, they announced that they'll be selling certain Cresco and Columbia Care assets in New York, Illinois, and Massachusetts to Combs Enterprises, which is owned and controlled by music figure Sean Combs, otherwise known as Diddy and previously Puff or Puff Daddy. The assets sold will give Combs the ability to grow and manufacture cannabis products and distribute those branded products to licensed dispensaries in major metropolitan areas like New York City, Boston, and Chicago. He'll also be able to operate retail stores in all three states. This is Combs' first investment in the cannabis industry, and it will make him the very first minority-owned, vertically integrated, multi-state operator. Charles Bachtel, who's Cresco Lab CEO, called this transaction momentous and incredibly exciting. Columbia Care CEO and co-founder Nicholas Vita added, These assets offer the Combs team significant market presence, enabling them to make the most impact on the industry as a whole. And Sean Combs himself commented on the deal, saying, This acquisition provides the immediate scale and impact needed to create a more equitable future in cannabis. Those in the cannabis industry are already well aware of the dreaded IRS Tax Code Section 280E, which prevents cannabis businesses from reducing their taxable income with their business expenses. 280E disallows most normal business deductions for cannabis companies, and it creates huge income tax liabilities. What many may not be aware of already, though, with Tax Code 280E, is that it also prevents cannabis companies from tax settlements. Normally, when a tax liability is assessed, the IRS has up to 10 years to collect from taxpayers. During that time, the taxpayers might be allowed to pay in installments, which are usually around six years for individuals and three years for businesses. But the IRS can allow for certain installment cases to be up to 10 years. And after a few years of payments, the IRS may also sometimes offer a compromise of full debt settlement for pennies on the dollar. But these types of settlements are off the table for the cannabis industry. Many cannabis businesses now are facing huge tax debt that they can't pay, and they're waiting and hoping for federal change to see if they can someday settle their taxes. If a cannabis business is in tax debt, Bloomberg tax experts say that it's crucial for them to settle their state and local taxes first because the IRS provides credit for state payment plans. Additionally, the states can be more aggressive in collections, and a business can lose their license. And once the state taxes are under control, taxpayers can then focus on their federal tax debt. And one very important difference to note in this matter is whether the cannabis company owes a tax debt or whether that's owned by the individual owners. For owners with tax debt, offers are unavailable, and the IRS can collect against their personal assets and income. For corporate debt, the individual owners are not liable, and the IRS collection powers are limited to the company's profits and assets, although the agency can't seize the cannabis itself. If there's no profit and the company is current, the IRS will stand by and wait. Hopefully, the cannabis industry will get some federal legislative tax relief. And soon. The American Dental Association, or ADA, said that just over half of all dental patients arrive high on marijuana or another drug. The ADA issued a press release about this, and they suggested that patients please try to refrain from using marijuana before their dental visits. 
surveyed dentists reported that they sometimes need to increase anesthesia in patients who are high because of how both marijuana and anesthesia impact the central nervous system. ADA spokesperson Dr. Tricia Cordy, who's a dentist in New York, said, Marijuana can increase heart rate and has unwanted respiratory side effects, which increases the risk of using local anesthetics for pain control. Because of this, the ADA recommends patients speak openly with their dentist while reviewing health history during their dental visits. Dr. Cordy said, If we ask, it's because we're here to keep you in the best health we can. On another note, the ADA also pointed out that studies have shown regular marijuana users are more likely to have significantly more cavities than non-users. Dr. Cordy said, The active ingredient in marijuana, THC, makes you hungry, and people don't always make healthy food choices under the influence. Medically speaking, munchies are real. And lastly, the ADA's press release reminded marijuana users that keeping up with regular dental visits is necessary for keeping your mouth healthy. Because, as they wrote, smoking marijuana is associated with gum disease and dry mouth, which can lead to many oral health issues. The ADA recommends that patients who use marijuana brush twice a day with fluoride toothpaste, visit the dentist regularly, and watch out for those munchies. The various forms of cannabis medicine can be confusing. Most people feel pretty comfortable with the terms marijuana, cannabis, CBD, and THC. But there are also pharmaceutically developed cannabis-based prescription medications, such as Marinol, Epidolix, and Sativex. First, we'll look at Marinol, which can be sold as Syndros or its generic form called Dronabinol. This is a synthetic, laboratory-made version of THC. It was first approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration in 1985 for treating nausea and vomiting caused by chemotherapy and also used for combating weight loss and appetite loss due to AIDS or HIV. And in addition to these health benefits, it can also cause some patients to experience a high from the synthetic THC. So that's something for patients to be aware of. Next up, we'll look at Epidolix, which contains a purified CBD compound derived from the marijuana plant. It does not contain any THC, though. Epidolix was approved by the FDA in 2018 as an anti-epileptic drug to treat very rare forms of seizures. It's also used for tuberous sclerosis complex. Epidolix is the very first drug containing natural marijuana plant extracts to ever be legalized by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Lastly, we'll consider Sativex, which is another natural marijuana plant-based drug. Sativex is a mouth spray which contains both CBD and THC extracts. It's usually prescribed for the treatment of multiple sclerosis side effects such as spasticity, bladder conditions, pain, sleep problems, and tremors. Sativex can be found by prescription in the United Kingdom, Norway, Switzerland, Turkey, and Mexico. Besides these pharmaceuticals, made from synthetic cannabis or derived from natural cannabis, the actual cannabis plant is in itself a very pure, natural medicine. And as such, it's safer and more well-tolerated when compared to the pharmaceutical drugs. But as always in matters of health, speak to a doctor to help you make the best choices for your needs, and preferably one knowledgeable in cannabis. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later.